Your network is your net worth. Throughout history, networks have been used to position people in certain places strategically and uh, also socially and economically sometimes. And uh, I experienced some of that myself this weekend. Uh, Came to the beautiful city of Austin here in Texas my first time and went to a local bar called Buford's. And at Buford's, it's a little different than the other bars that you encounter because Buford's doesn't have one door, but it has two. Now, one door has a line wrapped around the entire side of the building lasting for 45 minutes, full of girls screaming their head off about whether Texas is going to be Alabama, but the other door is completely empty, no line. Now, the other door across the top has in big letters Astoria and an I symbol on the window. So, of course, here at the Do Nothing Podcast, we'll let the viewers kind of figure out the, the hidden meanings behind that. But my network... And today I'm joined by Sam, of course, and our lovely friend Kareem, who is joining us on the podcast and our first guest as well. So big round of applause for that. They really helped me understand last night that your network can position you in places where you can save time, you can save energy, you can remove yourself from negative and toxic places. You can even skip the line in certain things that maybe you wouldn't normally think you can. Love that. Kareem, it's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is fun, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully first of many. I uh, I heard the first few and actually really liked them, so I'm excited to do this. Thanks, bro. We love having you on. We're excited. Kareem is a very, very multi-talented individual, so you guys will find out about his many uh, wonderful personality traits, I'm sure, on this episode today. Yeah, but Kareem, tell us what you do. Appreciate that, man. Uh, what do I do? I do a lot of things. Now, um, as far as like what I actually want to do besides just work, um, comedy, I do stand-up. I write a lot. Um, I, I write about just regular everyday stuff. So I think that's why I can relate to like the topic we're going to be talking about. And, uh, it's kind of cool to have that mindset, like even the comedic mindset, even when you are having like a regular nine to five job, cause you can still find ways to think outside the box. Right. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that's like kind of a little bit about me and just living in here, Austin. I moved here in December. Nice. Loving the city. How do you feel? How do you feel like your network uh, or growing your network in Austin has helped you in the comedy scene? Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's definitely been like challenging because like I started out in New York and New Jersey and there's very much a set scene there and I grinded there for a long time, about sure. eight years uh, before moving to California and doing some other life discoveries and uh, your network is, is everything and, and, and there's like this fear that when you move that you're gonna like lose that network. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a lack mindset. I think if anything, it grows because then you know people in multiple cities, sure. right? They think, oh, I can't leave this. I've been working so hard at this one thing and I was finally able to establish in this area. And it's like, once you are established, like I can't be comfortable. I'm like, okay, what's next now? Yeah. So uh, when you plant your roots somewhere, it's like, okay, you have that mentality of like, if I leave, am I leaving something that I just put a bunch of time and effort into behind? But like you said, you're actually expanding your network. That was what I was going to ask you guys is because both of you now have experienced moving to Austin pretty recently and which a lot of people would say like, when you move to a new place, you lose your network, right? Like you have to start from scratch. So for you guys, like you guys have obviously met each other now. And so how for you has it been to have networking that is organic versus networking that you're kind of like, okay, I'm here in a new city. I think I need to go out and meet some people. Like it's time for me to hit the ground. I'd say it's pretty organic. I mean, we we met pretty organically. Yeah. I, when I met Sammy, I was like, where in New Jersey are you from? (laughs) 
Yeah, he comes up to me and he's like, yeah, we're in Jersey from I was like, Anaheim Hills. Yeah, I was like, I was like I'm not from Jersey, bro. That was really fun. Yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a funny one. It's a, good, it's a good thing to ask. I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel like they need to like network. I need to go meet people. But I've, at least in this city, I mean, from my experience here, I've been living here for almost 14 months. I've, I've just now felt like I've needed, like, I feel like I've accomplished enough here. Like, I've seen enough in my life where I can, like, go and actually, like, network and maybe, like, go to a event that's specific for mingling and stuff. Sure. But mm-hmm. everything before that has been just very raw and organic. People gotcha. attract each other, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like that's how me and Kareem met. For sure. So. For sure. Law of attraction. Yeah. What do you and, think? No, yeah, I completely agree with that. It's funny. When I, when I first visited Austin prior to moving from San Diego, it was a really quick transition. I wasn't running away from anything. I was kind of just like ready to go on. And that, that's how I make decisions because the longer you wait, more excuse. Uh, excuse me, more excuses you create and then you don't end up doing the thing you said you'd do. And I came in November and I met some of the most pivotal people that I actually still talk with today. Like people I just connected with. And it was funny because by happenstance, like I was out at a bar once and I did meet like a comedian host and he did tell me about his open mic. Um, You know, and and I'll, I'll still do that every now and again, but I definitely, I'm, such an empath I was able to like read the signs like oh I actually belong here I see a future here and I immediately caught on the vibe and culture here and was like oh yeah this is home that's cool that's cool it's nice to have connection like that because I think when you have congruency with people then maybe that's networking and what you said the other day Sam is super important I'm sure you feel this way too Kareem it's like if you go somewhere and you don't have your own kind of identity established you don't know what your value is you don't know what you're bringing to the table it's very hard for you to have common connections with high value people that you need to network with yeah i felt like that was the thing like when i was in high school or maybe even like in college Mm -hmm. i was going to like you know they tell you to go to networking events or like you're in business schools they're like oh go make sure you network 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 and i found those events very awkward at that stage because yes i have accomplished some stuff but in reality in the grand scheme of things especially the networking events that were with like older people it's like it's weird like you're just going up to there like hi i'm sam i don't really have anything to like provide there's no value like You know, yeah. so like now I feel like that's why I was saying I'm getting to that stage where like I can probably go and network because I'm involved in so many different things. I have my mm-hmm. hand in so many different cookie jars where if someone was like, hey, Sam, like, what are you up to? I could be like, yeah. oh, well, I'm doing this, this and this. And it might hit like a connection point. Sure. sure. There's more like substance there, I guess, to like your day, what you're accomplishing. So when somebody's like, what are you up to? It's in your mind. You're not like, well, I, I woke up at 12 today and hung out at my house until five and then hung out with some friends and then played Xbox and then stopped my day. Like in your mind, you're like, I have so much shit going on that for me to explain to you everything would actually take multiple days. So I'm going to pick and choose my favorite things. And one of them is probably going to resonate because there's a lot of congruency, I think with like high, high level individuals, high thinking individuals, where we, you are positioning yourself where you want to be strategic. You want to be smart. You want to move through life in a congruent way. Right? Like you're going to connect with people who are also doing that. Yeah. Law and, of attraction. And people even make money playing Xbox, right? Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. But it's true. Yeah, no bash on Xbox players. We love no. them. <laughs> and to Sammy's point for sure. Before, it's like the game has changed. And I think that's the challenge with where we're at, like, I guess in our lives or anyone, it's never too late to try something new. Yeah. But people, um, like the norm of networking, like Sammy was saying, like going up to said boss director and picking their brain like these are things we should already be doing but their path could look way different from what your path is there is no set stone way or like you know the old adage like you don't ever end up using your degree for like what you actually work in like i 
Yeah. Got my degree in communications and I, I work in healthcare now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? But I actually really enjoy what I do and it translates a lot to other things I want to do, right? And that's what it's all about. It's like having an open mind, not having the pigeonholed mind of, you know, unless you're going for something like really specific. Sure. It's like you want to broaden your horizons. Yeah. And I, it's so weird that I remember, you know, like you, someone says something and you're like, I'm never going to forget that. Okay. I, yeah. I went to community college because I was like, if I go to fucking a state school, I'll ruin that and just get in debt. And I was like, you know what? Let me like swallow my ego and like, let me go do this. Mm-hmm. And the first day they have like a career counselor there. And she's like, I know most of you probably don't know what you're going to do. And that's okay. She's like, just do something like head in some sort of direction that you maybe have minor interest. And yeah. then she said this word and she said, and by happenstance, you'll end up where you're supposed to be. And just hearing that from that one person really set the trajectory of my life to just like, just trust, like trust the process. Like you don't have to just be in that position forever. Like if you do feel comfortable, then that is the sign yeah. that, that your next step is like there. Right. So God, trust the process is a whole yeah. episode in itself. I, I feel like I feel like when you do so those true. things, you yeah, you attract the right people, you attract the right situations, and then when it just you'll find what's right for you, the right people. Because like I sometimes like think you know like I have all these great relationships with people, and I'm just like, oh, it's Quint. People be like, oh, he's just lucky that he has friends like mm, that. And it's yeah, like no, yeah. it's not lucky, dude. I, yeah. I manifest this shit every day. Like sure. every day, like I I intentionally go out with the with the feeling like I'm gonna have friends that have my values, support me, and everything that I do, mm-hmm. and I track those people. I feel like that's what it's about so I think like Definitely. having those people in your network is very important keeps yeah. you grounded yeah yeah I think your network right like it does different things and it's funny that you use that term in specific and I'm, I love like the English language the way things are like if I'm if I'm right talking to you there's spelling I'm casting a spell right like there's little things in the English language the fact that you say your network keeps you grounded while also your network can elevate you mm-hmm. right like it can help you get to the next level and it can also help bring you down and say, you know what, no, I need to reassess what I'm doing. And so many helpful calls, I think, with Awesome recently that have helped me reassess kind of what I'm doing and making sure it's being done in a congruent way and a very smart business way, which is cool. Like, your network can literally increase you, you, value-wise, checking you, yeah. I mean, there's so many different benefits, I think, to it. Do you guys have any moment in time where you felt like, okay, my network is getting to a point where the people I'm, I'm being surrounded with, like, I'm, I'm actually really excited by. Like, this is, when we have conversations, there are conversations that I'm like, this is cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's happening right now. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> like, like, good, I, good, good. But no, I love it because it shows a testament that it, it's not like a slow climb to finding out about yourself, but like, you will like, not lose people along the way, but you'll just like inevitably stop connecting with people on different levels. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be a bashful negative way. Right. It's just kind of like, like leveling up and like leveling up that mindset. And sometimes you might be alone for a little bit of time. Seriously. Because you're set in that standard or that idea of what you want to be surrounded with. Because like anyone listening, I know now, like even no matter how well you do in life, like time is obviously always going to be way more important than money, than sure. anything. 100%, 100%. So then if, if you're telling me that, then, oh, wow, then let's make sure my time is being like of use. And that doesn't necessarily mean like always grinding, getting money. Like maybe you do want to do the things that make you happy and then that'll correlate to, to your business yeah. or whatever. But anything really in life, right? If you're doing what's happy, then you're not really going to be going through life pissed off, <laughs> which is a good a thing con- in itself, bro. What a concept. <laughs> yeah. What a concept. No, I love that. I think right now, like you were saying, like this, this is, it's really cool to see how 
as time goes on, who stays, who who goes, and inevitably people are going to leave, chapters are going to close, but the story has to go on, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like it's very interesting to see uh, how you gravitate those people to stay and, and how the journey turns out, you know, it's cool. For sure. It's very cool. For sure. Well, we like to also try and provide some value to our listeners. So first of all, thank you to everybody that's listening. We appreciate you guys. By the time you listen to this episode, we will for sure be past 200 listeners. So thank you to everybody that's been streaming this podcast. Awesome. Um, but if you're right now thinking to yourself, okay, I, I want a network. I see the value of a network. Everybody that I'm surrounded with sucks. They all, they all talk about black mindset, negativity. Nobody's congruent. Nobody's abundant. What is, the, what is a piece of advice that you guys would give to somebody in that situation? Is there a place they should go? Is there a resource they should access? Is there a mindset they should tap into? What is it about... Because right, nobody wants to hear that you attract your tribe and so the reason why people around you are shit is because you're shit too. <laughs> but, I mean, but my question to you guys is that. What, where's the, what would you advise? Smoke a bunch of peyote. <laughs> just take the easy way out. Take some ayahuasca. Take a psychedelic. That's a really good... That's hard, man. I feel like... I think the first thing is like when you become aware of that and mm-hmm. you realize that, fuck, no one around me is like really trying to ride yes. with me yeah it's very uncomfortable it's very overwhelming it's very it's like it takes it takes a bit to kind of like grasp it sucks it bro. sucks dude it's not fun <laughs> it it's sucks. not like there's no easy way to no, it say sucks. it but i think like because where we are in modern times because where we are with technology we're actually very lucky and blessed that we have platforms that allow us to kind of find the people that actually resonate with us the people that sure. we want to be so if anyone's you know struggling with that like having a sense of purpose not knowing like who who's there i think mm-hmm. there's a lot of resources you can find on the internet there's a lot of resources you can find by just connecting with people and talking finding yeah. out i think the simplest thing people need to do is find out what they don't like and find out what they like sure and when they can find out those things they can then basically like peg people that share those common values or don't share those common values and surround themselves with there and build network yeah. but um i think it all starts down with uh controlling the controllables and mm-hmm. i think like a lot of people want to talk about like being victim of circumstance and like xyz but mm-hmm. i think reality is that like that's that's a cool sob story but it's like what are you gonna do about it yeah it's like that equation you got sent earlier today i did yeah i got yeah. said the happiness equation happiness equation like your biological set points and like the voluntary actions that you do um, basically equate your happiness so yeah. it's like a, there's an equation to it so you can't really control like your biological set points but right. you can't control yeah. like voluntary voluntary, can, voluntary actions. actions like yeah. mindfulness meditation for gratitude sure. Sure. and it's like if you're not doing any of those things and like you already have a pretty shit biological set point then like your happiness is pretty much going to be pretty fucked yeah. so like you're not helping yourself if you're just going to sit on a couch and just be like I'm sad I'm sad I'm just like the world hates me yeah I think the toughest pill for me to swallow when I was going through that especially towards like the beginning part of COVID and the beginning of 2020 I was like this sucks like life is sucking like I'm supposed to be in my 20s this is supposed to be like the best time of my life I think what I realized was being sad being depressed as and I'm going to use this term this might be for some people listening might be weird some people are going to get what I'm going to say when I say this but as comforting as being sad and being depressed habitually can be you, you almost have to understand that it will get you nowhere except a, be- a worse place, right? Like you have to have the change in your mindset where you go doing this action multiple times is going to be really, really bad. And you have to distance yourself from the comfort in the same way. And I'll use this again, comparing apples and oranges, but as eating ice cream every night is awesome, but also probably yeah. not great, right? I, I eat ice cream every day. <laughs> like, but then you, you know what I mean? You think to yourself like, okay, like I understand I'm eating ice cream every day, right? So there's repercussions that come from that. I think 
for networking, right? Like, and if you're in that place, I think I'd always advise people like Samson use the internet, Reddit, Discord, Telegram, YouTube. There's huge communities. Just action, like you, yeah. hit the, you hit the nail on the head. When I first moved here, like being a comedian, it's like doesn't matter what you did in the past. If you're in a new city, you're you're starting over. You're doing the open mics, you're doing the grind, and sure. you're getting out there, right? Yeah. And there's a short period of time, month in, where I wasn't doing mics. I was writing, but I wasn't doing And I remember sure. feeling like I was exactly what you said. Like I was so comfortable. I was getting like comfortable with it. And I was just yeah. sitting down one day and I was like, oh, I need to get up right. Like mm-hmm. literally I had that moment of I need to get up right now and go sure. to the comedy club and do a mic. And I, sure. and I did that night. And That's then awesome. I ended up doing like six the following week. That's awesome. Right? But I literally had that that moment of, of that, of like, oh yeah, no one's gonna tell, no one's gonna call me and be like, hey, are you doing that thing you said you're gonna do? Gotta and do that, it. it ties in back to what you said though, like I think it, it is important what you don't like, but I also think more people focus on what they don't want versus what they do want, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a limiting mindset of its own because you're already saying like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen versus the latter of like, oh, I hope, sure. I hope this works out. And I just think, I don't think anyone asks for things anymore. Like my wise cousin told me that, like she, I'll never forget, I was like about a job or a promotion and she was like, you ask for it. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like people were afraid yeah. of rejection, yeah. were afraid of, but like tying back to the thesis of all this from what I think of the word networking, I think of um, people coming together. I think that we, that means we need people, not just ourselves. Sure. That's fucking cool. Because sure. we're always under the impression that, you know, Kevin Hart's just himself. No, he has like a team that mm-hmm. helps him run that. And I'm yeah. sure he's grateful for it. Yeah. And that's what's cool about getting a network. It's actually seeing like that you do have people behind the scenes that are also yeah. trying to make moves with you and yes. not are, are not yes. alone. But like you said, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to make a team yep. where yes. y'all are on the same page. And then, you know, so I, want to, for, I right? want to talk about, I think this is a great segue into like the mastermind concept. Sure. Yeah, like the mastermind what, concept. Uh, the okay. point Hill talks about. Thinking sure. Grow Rich for anybody who has not read the book contains this concept. Of the mastermind yeah. group of pretty much what Kareem was basically talking about, of finding those people that surround you, that every person that's like, successful, you know, as much as like you can look at it from an external perspective, they, you think, you might think that they individually are strong and successful, but like Kareem said, everyone has a team that mm-hmm. is supporting them, is behind the scenes, is always there, sure. late night phone calls, like yeah. the, the trauma, the stress, yeah. whatever, and they're helping them through it. And I think that's like not talked about a lot. And I think like our group at least talks about having this kind of like mastermind group where we have these people like that, you know, we can congregate, we can, we can talk to, we can... We can chat and they'll help us in all aspects of, of what we are and what, yeah. we, what we know. And it's just the, the best thing to have in your back pocket in terms of like building your network. Like that's kind of what you want to like strive to build. A hundred percent. I love it so much because when Napoleon Hill wrote the book in 1930, what they had access to were letters and like landlines kind of like really shitty old telephones, right? What we have access to today is you can hop on a Zoom with a hundred people. Like your mastermind group doesn't have to be four people. No. It can literally be 400 people. Mm-hmm. And so you can have infinite resource of network. It may give me chills when I say that right now because you can have infinite resource of network. Like as long as you are setting your own infrastructure correctly and we were talking about something different but we talked about setting the frame properly from the get-go. Same thing with friendships and relationships in your network. When you set that frame from the get-go, mm-hmm. you have a lot of value to provide then your network really is a reflection of how much value you provide, right? Can you provide value to four people, 40 people, 400 people? Because if you can provide it to 400, they're going to provide it all back to you. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I will like say the devil's advocate of that is like analysis paralysis. Okay, which people sure. are having a lot of pro- yeah. You know what I mean? Is like, wait, how do I just stick with that one lane? Like, what is that one mm. lane? Like, going back to me doing like a community college, like sure. not having an idea was the idea. Sure. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes because yeah. then if you're just in that lane, like, oh, right. options are getting pretty limited at this point, right? Definitely. Versus yeah. that unlimited mindset. I originally was going to go to college for business something and then I ended up like being like why do I want to do this and I was like oh because I want to make money like financial stability and I was like wait that's not a good re- enough reason sure. and then the counselor's like what would you want to do on this piece of paper and I was like what is communications <laughs> and uh, I was like I fucking curious. love talking yeah. this is great yeah. like what yeah. so I Which went to sense. school for that I was like and I learned more about like philosophy and, and ideas more so than like this is how you do this because right, I, sure. I suck that math so that's yeah. me <laughs> well I mean I think the beauty of the human journey is like this overturning of stones is that if as long as you and me and Sam all overturn different stones then we're going to have very different life experiences right you find gems under some you find scorpions under the other some rocks have nothing underneath them so I think when you're like turning over stones like you're saying action has to take place you can't say I'm not going to turn over any stones and then what we're talking about, the modern day, you also can't say, if I turn over a stone with a scorpion underneath, I'm going to stop because that's wrong and failing is bad, right? So I think in that mindset, it's really interesting because it becomes a game of how many stones are you overturning? How scrupulous are you when you look under them? Are you really assessing the situation properly? How's your strategy going? Are you looking to see who is turning over stones first so that you don't <laughs> turn over the stone they turned over that had the scorpion and repeat the mistake? Like I love yeah, that. And the, like stone, that. and the stone can be any size and that's a metaphor for oh, yeah. anything. You need your network to, like, to pick up the boulder. And, it's, yeah. it's true and it's we, we manifest these things too and they can get bigger or we can't, you know. Yeah, that's... I like that a lot. I really like this too because I feel like people will probably expect that like, oh, this is going to be a how-to. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is like, no, actually you get to decide how to do the how-to. I think that's kind of how we all feel and I love that because it is different for everyone. I wish more people spoke about it that way. We're always under the impression that there's like a one way. A certain way of thing, One size yeah. fits all. what I consider a good life could be different for other people sure. relating to like, you know, your network, your job, what are you actually doing like with your time on a daily mm-hmm. basis? And then more importantly, so what are you doing when you're not doing the stuff you have mm-hmm. to do your priorities? Like we all have jobs. We don't want to sure. work sometimes. Sure. What are we doing on those other hours? Are we working out? Are we meditating or, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm usually an ice cream. Let's be real. <laughs> 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 Love That's that. okay. Do sometimes. No, but today we, we were on the phone with you, you know, me and Sam had a wonderful morning this morning. We went for a workout. It was beautiful. We, we call you. You said, Oh, you know, I just had a sound bath. So it's like certain people are doing certain actions throughout the day that are clearly separating themselves out from the what me and Sam were saying is, oh, we could have woke up this yeah. morning and just gone to McDonald's and got a bunch of seed oils and then midway yeah. been like, oh, Kareem, we feel crap, bro. We're going to take a nap, yeah. bro. We can't we yeah. can't come through. We're sitting bro. on our balcony yeah, like, having sun, eating nice like eggs, potatoes, like mangoes. And we're like, we could have woke up this morning, been like, oh, I'm really hungover. Let's just drive to fucking Kirby Lane Cafe. <laughs> fucking dropped like 50 bucks on some seed oils. Came home, just felt like shit. Felt like shit. And yeah. then call you and just be like, I don't really know. My stomach kind of hurts. I don't know if I want to go out. I don't know tonight, bro. Yeah. But, but it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have happened. So shout, shouts out to Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby, 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 not, not being appetizing oh enough. Oh my gosh. Well, that's really an interesting point, I think, to, to kind of draw a conclusion around because when you're 
when you're manifesting certain things throughout the day, you're taking action. And we taught we talked about having a thought, right, congruent to an action. Sometimes an action prompts a thought. Emotions can play a lot into that. So with your network, the way that you leverage that, right, tying it into these thoughts, these actions that you're going to have as an individual. Because at the end of the day, network is beautiful, but I'm an individual, you're an individual, you're an individual, the listener listening to this, it's just their ears. Right? They don't listen to it through 10 sets of ears. It's just theirs. Yeah. So when you're leveraging value, how can somebody position themselves to be of most value to their network? Right? We talked about how to find a network that's valuable to you, but how do you, how do you attract that? How are you the bait on the hook that the fish is like, oh shit, bro, what is that? I could give you an example right now. Because you know someone who knows someone, mm. right? Like okay. I Sam, Sam the other day, I was like, hey, I need a new barber. Mm-hmm. He had one for me. If I was like, hey, Sam, I need uh, someone to come, you know, clean my floors. He would probably know someone. Yeah. And yeah. what it is is like people like the rela- the relationship business is also referral based. <laughs> like sure, it really sure, is. Sure, like sure. via friends, yeah. via like wow. relationships via whatever and how we're connected in this inner web like culturally like that's just like how we are via apps i could talk about we're that so all time yeah we're so intertwined and connected yeah. yeah so it makes me feel more comfortable more better if i'm like hey sam like do you got a barber for me yeah. man and, and he did and it's great yeah. because it's like if you get that referral it's like why like you're gonna take that and you're gonna yeah. it's gonna be it's not some bullshit if cream goes and yeah. fucks him up cream's gonna be like bro what's <laughs> wrong with yeah, you bro I love that though because it's it's again it's using your network right to make sure that it's confirmation right. is like if you use a service yeah. I trust you yeah. so I trust the service just a small but that's like also just like a small molecule example for people or I probably just fucked that up but it's such a small example of like um, any type of networking, right? Like you don't have to be in this luxurious situation. Job, oh yeah, like some nice dinner to talk like, to people. I, yeah. I, I, I can attest my success from, from like, like everything, like whether it be comedy or, or jobs or careers I've had via people I met along the way and I showed my value because I showed up, I said yes to things, I had a good attitude, yeah, man. right? And that's what propelled me forward. And then they said, hey, so-and-so said you were great, so we're now going to give you this next position. And then you can see how that could benefit you later in life. So it isn't the best to have that lack mindset. And also ask, like, my competition is obviously myself, but it's also people who are doing better than me, who are are turning the stones quicker, because I'm more intrigued about their process and what can I take from it. Not not me, them. Let me, like, let me try to grab a little bit of them. Like, that's how how I try to do it with comedy now. You know, like, how did they do that? Not, oh, why did they do that? Mm. How did they? Why is to go to what you're talking about, like, when you're talking about music because you're a musician Mm -hmm. and you're saying, like, when this guy blows up, you're, like, instead of being, like, how, how, why did he blow yeah, up? I'm like, not I, like angry. I'm not, I'm yeah. not like, oh, why but, did he But get then if you those... approach it and you message him, you're like, hey, like, dude, how? like, I like your marketing campaign. Yeah. Like, wh- like well, how much did you invest in that? Like, yes. you ask those kinds of questions, that puts you forward. And I always tell people, like, when you're in situations and you're trying to, like, you know, you're trying to figure things out, instead of being, like, trying to ask those, like, $1 questions, you want to ask, like, the $100 questions. Where and you like, asked a $100 question today what did I say? to someone over text. Oh, yeah. And you stumped them. Yeah, yeah. I've always asked $100 questions. Yeah, yeah. You always got to keep these girls on your t- on the toes. You, know? <laughs> you got to ask high value questions. High, high value questions, not like how's your day. If you're like, no, ask them like ask them like how's the nature of your reality. Right yeah, now? like what was the pivotal experience that made you realize you broke through from this realm? Like those <laughs> kinds of questions. So now we're segueing into relationship. 
<laughs> well, but with that being said, with that being said, I think that there's a great two sayings we can say, right? Which is which is that your network is your net worth, and that you know it's just always good to be with friends. It's always good to be friends. It's always good. Always good. So with that being said, that. Kareem, thank you so much for Kareem, taking appreciate the time. you, bro. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. I can't yeah. wait to do this again. We'll definitely do this yeah. again. And uh, with that being said, again, this, this is, is the, the uh, Do Nothing podcast, and uh, podcast about it's a nothing. podcast about nothing. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening.